0: From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern, broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom.
1: We are back midweek. We are. We are definitely back midweek. Yes, midweek. How you feeling, buddy? I, I'm feeling really good. Yeah. What? what it's almost eighty degrees here. Uh, we've got the door open at the speakeasy, so anyone driving by will be uh, witnessing uh, radio or Facebook history. So. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe not. How you feeling these days? Uh, I, I I feel very. Um, uh, clean and refreshed, uh, empty, we'll say. <laughs> empty. <laughs> oh, man. What are you insinuating? Well, no, I'm insinuating the fact that you got your you got your vaccination the other day. This is true. This is true. Uh, we spoke about this uh, the other day. Have you, so uh, let, let's go back and let's just briefly touch on it because I had it the day after you had it. And I think that we've come to the conclusion that we had similar side effects when it came to that yes so my side effects i don't know if you'd really call them side effects as much as just uh something with you know the needle going in through the muscle leaving maybe a bruise feeling um you bruised it didn't bruise but it felt like a bruise to the touch um but just just below where the needle hole was um and initially i was a little chilly but other than that i was i was fine and 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 it lasted 2 days yeah i had the, the same, pain on the arm i had the same um i had the same pretty much dead nut similar uh driving home i was like i had the heat on in the car on like 76 yeah so but so far so good i haven't had anything else besides that and um i can think i go back on the 22nd for the yep. the second dose so i'm yep. i'm and, but that's the one i'm looking forward to that the second dose is where most people are saying that they feel the the most effects from, but and and there's barely any uh, vaccine in the second dose, from my understanding. It's more of a booster, but it you need it to uh, be you know vaccinated fully. So there's a lot of people that aren't getting the second one because it hurts too much, which is insane. Do a shot's a shot. It doesn't matter. It, to me, it felt like a tetanus shot, and it wasn't it wasn't terrible no i mean the fur i mean it was it was sore i'm not gonna lie it was sore there, i mean did, but it's nothing did I, you hear a snapping sound when it went in like a snap no it's because my biceps are just oh massively you, big. Ooh, with rippling muscles <laughs> <laughs> so i want so i do want to say this um so we recorded a show on sunday with uh jeff churches from the uh, Camp the Talk Camp Talk Live, live show that uh, he is part of the iLogic as well. And YouTube. You know what, dude? I don't understand. you. Fuck YouTube. Uh, apparently, we got deleted for some reason. Only we can think that we had a live broadcast on one of the TVs here in the Speakeasy uh, that must have triggered some kind of a uh, red flag or something um, that caused YouTube to literally delete our video because we violated their uh, standards, which news to news to me, news to the iLogic Media Network. But I mean, I I, I can't fathom what the what the standard would be. I mean, maybe we didn't swear enough because Jeff really held off. (laughs) pretty well towards the uh the end before we said you know what dude just let it loose he was very apprehensive with the uh with the swearing until we told him oh this isn't this isn't g this is uh this is definitely r he's like well fuck yeah <laughs> this is like it's not even r it's like non-rated it's no. one of those things it's but you know, you know what you live and you learn so sure. if you look at it some of our camera views we um I, you know and the thing was is we've we've had a lot of different shows that we've i mean in the background mainly when we start recording an hour or so before we get going we like to sit down and talk about what we're going to talk about and uh, we've always got some type of sports on Uh, you know shame on us I guess uh, you know we're new to this whole Mm -hmm. game and I mean we'll comply from now on and yeah I I think it was because we had baseball on I think during the course of the show we were referencing the baseball game I think that's I think that's why it got flagged so from we we were were giving live updates of the score and before the carnage began for the Tigers. Yeah, it, I, you know, and I, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, you, you live and learn, and, and uh, we do not have anything live on the background, so. No, nothing live. Everything's all recorded and everything like that. Let's hope that that is the savior. <laughs> so, we shall see. So the one comment we got is all the poop talk violated community standards. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I highly doubt it, JP, and since you are probably just. Trolling the internet right now yeah, you can go to youtube and you can uh i think it's you can type in naked yoga oh. it's for educational purposes according yeah. according to them yeah just don't watch it with uh, another female around you uh you will definitely not be able to do the yoga poses no he won't <laughs> uh quick update on jp Oh, he's negative. That's right. He is negative for the COVID. Negative for the COVID. However, he is HIV positive. Well, that is to be determined. He is going to be uh, unveiling the magnesium citrate Sunday night. And that ought to be uh, worthy of a guest appearance to to describe what he is going to go through. You know, and uh, funny you bring that up is I was uh, this whole phenomenon that you have touched on when it comes to taking this magnesium citrate. uh, So uh, last month, I know I'm a month late, but last month was colon cancer month. Uh, I lost my father to colon cancer Mm -hmm. and I need to um, I need to get in with my doctor because they said if I I think they say, like, if it's a year or i'm sorry if it's under the age of 60 that they pass away from a colon cancer then i should go get screened in my early 40s so me being 41 i need to make an appointment and i need to get that done so i will probably be doing the same thing you are doing but i'm doing it for medical reasons i'm not doing it for anything else well and remember uh the great jamie samuelson around here on dfn on 97 One. radio yeah yeah i mean he was he was an unhuman being first and foremost and just a great voice for radio uh he passed away you know recently unexpectedly from colon cancer so it's definitely important if you're if you're a guy around our age you know go get it tested just to be safe, and the worst, and the, and the worst part about it is, is the prep. Everything else, they put you to sleep. You don't even know what's going on. You wake up, get right home. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, and the thing is, is like my, you know, I have older brothers. I have an older brother and two older sisters, and they, they've all gone. So I, that's my time to, yeah, to take it. You know, and realistically, colon cancer is one of the most preventable cancers that you can, you can do catch it at, at catch our it age. at an early screening. Yeah. So I. I, i'm I'm all for it i'm all sure for it. yeah it's uh you know it's one of those things you get older and and uh, there's certain things you have to do to you know if you care about living and and that's one of them because uh it, it's could sneak up on you i know it did jamie i think they announced it on a monday and he had he had passed on that following saturday but he had been dealing with it um very privately for about a year and a half and but that's a that's how fast it it, it goes through you. So Yeah, so to put things in perspective, <clears throat> um I remember getting the phone call in January of two thousand and nine. My dad called me and he said, Hey, I, I gotta go have this procedure done. Um, you know, they, I went and got a colonoscopy and they said that they had some problems they needed to remove. Um so I said, Well, I said I'll uh, I'll come down. there at the time they were living in South Carolina. So I had a, uh, my brother, my sister, and I—we had—we hopped in the car and we drove down. Uh, was there the day of the surgery? Had the surgery done? Came out. Doctor said, "Hey, we went in there. We we did what we could. Uh, however, um, we we're, we weren't able to do anything. We weren't able to remove any of the um, any of the polyps that were there and the masses that were there. And uh, so he uh, he did that, and um, he's." told us, my brother and I, he's like, look, I, I am not, uh, you know, th- well then I'm sorry. Let me go back. They said that if, if he decided not to do any sort of treatment that uh, he had three months, mm. that's what, and that's what they said. And my dad was uh, 58 years old at the time. Wow. So, uh, my dad looked at my brother and I and says, look, I'm not, I am not, I'm not dying in South Carolina. That's where mm-hmm. they were living. He goes, I want to come home. So, yeah. Uh, we got him home. We got him into. Uh, we got him into Carmanos. Um, you know, in chemotherapy. I mean, some people don't really realize is you know sometimes if it's too far gone, it's either going to help you, or it's going to kill you. Yeah. And then and that's what it is. I'm sorry, my nose itches right now. <laughs> so you know that's what they'll say. They'll say either it's either gonna it's either gonna yeah. Uh, there's there's it's no either gray gonna, area. It's either gonna help you, yeah, or it's gonna kill you. Yeah. And uh, my dad went through his first uh, his first you know cycle his first treatment um they 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 went aggressively at it, and um uh, he had the one treatment and then he got sick uh and then he was in the hospital for the rest of the time, you know, and then he ended up passing away um mm. may his birthday is actually uh his birthday's friday, so oh um well, we'll have to definitely uh for sure c- uh celebrate you know in his honor Friday night let's we you know we'll do that for you rich That'd maybe be nice we'll, maybe we'll get some uh you know uh yeah, he was he was a fan of uh, the Johnny Walker uh, Blue Label. Maybe oh. I'll have to go pick up a Blue uh, Blue oh. Label. Uh, definitely, uh, I know you ain't gonna drink. any. I though. will be honored to do a shot in your dad's name Sit. with oh. you, Rich. Shot, that's a sipper, man. Come on. Well, oh, whatever, whatever you need, I, I'm gonna do it. So, all right, so let's get back to it. So, yeah, uh, Monday, I did not, I did not stay up because, they, I, you know, and I don't get it, the NCAA. And I, well, I kind of get it because of the fact that Gonzaga was in the final, um, that they had wanted to maybe try to push the game a little bit later. It's always at that time, though. I know, but it's just it's so – I'm so sick it, of it. It, it. it doesn't make sense. It is it ratings? I don't know. Um, 920 tip, and you got to factor in. There's uh, a media timeout inside of 16 minutes. There's a media timeout inside of, I believe, uh eleven minutes or something to that effect. And mixed in there, you're gonna get, you know, team timeouts and all that. So you're looking at a basketball game, two twenty minute halves, uh, we'll go into three hours. It lasts like six and a half hours. Yeah, it, it lasted past midnight, but uh um I don't think there's anybody out there that had Baylor doing what they did oh no I mean everybody everybody had uh, Gonzaga just doing a, a Baylor pretty much um, for lack of better terms dismantled every aspect of their game uh, right out the gate uh, Baylor didn't look scared they they looked like uh, the fresher team um, took it to them and Within the first two to three minutes, the athleticism that Baylor shows. Yeah, they I mean, the replays I saw, I mean, they absolutely just ran the court on him Nine turnovers for Gonzaga in the first half. It was nine to nothing before you could shake a stick. It, it was it was insane. Wasn't their shooting percentage like garbage? Uh, first half, Gonzaga was like one of seven from three point. And then um, I believe Baylor was was about 5 for 6. So that was the difference. Was Mike Smith playing for them this time around or uh, No, uh uh, uh Tyrion Lannister was not running the <laughs> point for uh for the uh Baylor Bears or the Gonzaga uh Zags. The Zags whatever the hell they are, but no, I mean it was Zag. <laughs> you had Davion Mitchell who declared today. That dude is a stud. He's a lottery pick. I would love to see him in the the Pistons red, white, and blue, but he was, he's a threat every time he touches the ball to drive. So that really opened up the the three-point shooting and, and, and they were hitting everything and, and getting the offensive rebounds, uh, which led to second and third chances. I mean, it, it was, it was a domination, uh, but as bad as it was, Gonzaga went on a little bit of a run there at the end of the first half and cut the lead to 10. And then it got to nine, probably within probably five minutes into the second half. And then Baylor was like, nah, I'm this, this is, I'm done <laughs> Bay- playing around. Baylor's like, we're going to just dispatch you. They just started going on their run again. And, and, and it, it was, it was a dismantling and, and too bad for Gonzaga that, cause they were going for a undefeated season, but Baylor said, ah, not so fast uh, Win their first <clears throat> national championship in school history and in Yeah, and I find that amazing that it's it's their first one in school history. I, I mean, maybe it's just me. I mean, normally, as of late, you know, you hear Baylor is, uh, you know, football. They do well in football, basketball. They do well, and it's turned around. It's gonna. It's like one of those, um, one of those schools to be in, um, in Texas. But yeah, I didn't know that was their first one that they ever won seven years ago when you know their coach took over. That that program was in shambles complete shambles and I believe he 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 went to Velpo for one year before going to Baylor and then he then he took the job at Baylor and everybody was like what are you doing man that program is it's dead and and he made it uh clear on his his uh, presser that this I'm bringing this we're going to win a national championship in this program you know some, but you know some coaches you know um uh they get a kick out of that challenge. They they get a kick out of that. Hey, look, this is a team that's enchanted. This is a, this is a, a a rebuilding process for Mm -hmm. a, a a collegiate team. And uh, I want to be the guy that changes around. And you have a guy like, I I wish we can get um, hardball to do that. You have a center vital, I believe his name is number 11. He he committed to Baylor as a sophomore. um, And he came back an extra year to win a national championship so you know what's crazy is like you see you see some of these uh these high school kids even like middle school kids I, they could be in the eighth grade i'm going to michigan yeah it's like dude you don't even have well that's what they know and that's what they're comfortable with until they really get into that their parents are probably that, maybe yeah coercing them so they get into that recruitment, you know they start getting letters from across the country yeah. and then they start doing visits, and then Michigan becomes mm, maybe not, maybe yeah, we'll go elsewhere, yeah, there's, so maybe there's not so so many hot girls in ann arbor uh I'm gonna go to uh, another uh powerhouse, oh yeah, I you know I'm uh, gonna go to Arizona, oh. <laughs> Texas. Yeah. And you go to Texas. Ain't gotta wear no mask in Texas. Ain't never lost. <laughs> hey, undefeated. Never lost. Yeah, there you shout go. out, George, uh, Pat Newman. Newman. Newman Pat Pat Newman. Newman? I got tongue-tied there. What are you uh, watching Jerry Seinfeld today? <laughs> hey, so anyway, so I do want to say something. Um, I want I want uh, to give a shout out to uh, uh, the sports deck. So the sports deck, I was stopped there today, so it give you a background story on the sports deck has been open maybe a week, I week and so. a half. I think so, yeah. Um, It is a friend of Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns it. Uh, I On my way home from work today, I said, you know what, I'm going to stop. The traffic was starting to get backed up a little bit on the expressway, so I'm like, I'm going to stop. So I stopped, and it wasn't much of a jog off the expressway. Uh, they're at, located at 5 and Haggerty in Plymouth. I walked in there. The guy's got jerseys. He's got uh, not a lot of like signed memorabilia or like that, but he's got he's got some cards. He's got he's definitely got some cards there. Um, he, you know, he's a small business guy. Uh, you know, a startup. He's he's trying to make a name for himself and everything like that. Um, I ended up uh, going. If you look behind me, uh, you'll see I got a Gretzky jersey. And the uh, the I'm mean, I'm talking the guy probably has about seven hundred jerseys in there. And how much are they this week? This week they're twenty bucks a jersey. So I went and I got that. And then um, you know he was nice enough, and uh, we also got a a Tom Brady jersey, Michigan jersey yeah. at that. It's- and that's hanging up on the wall right now already on the the wall of jerseys. Um, so yeah, he's got Mahomes. He's got Tua. He's got Mahomes. Texas Texas. He's got yep. He he's got Texas Tech. He's got a lot of um a lot of Brady's with the Super Bowl pa- uh, the the Buccaneers with the Super Bowl patch Ooh. on him. He's got JP. some JP, you better listen up. He's got some uh some Jordan uh Chicago Bulls with the the script Chicago, not the Bulls yeah, across the, the cursive yes. Chicago. Uh LeBron. I mean he's got a lot of stuff. Um he's got a lot of sports cards. I already reached out to uh some buddies, uh, our buddies at the OC. Um, you know give the guy hip, hip. yeah give him a give him a look um, and uh, you know see if that's something that uh, you can work with him on I I tuned him into that that show as well uh, the whole iLogic family and um, I hope uh, I, I wish him nothing but success I I might stop by tomorrow and <laughs> buy, I know buy a, I know we're going there tomorrow uh, buy, buy a couple more things out of there they got hats um, so and they also have so He's hooked up with a, a local guy who makes cornhole boards, you know, yeah. for the outdoors. And it's like a consignment where the guy comes. He's got his own little spot in the store. He he has them up there, and he just kind of promotes it and sells them. He's got a lot of different things. So if you need, like, replacement uh, uh, bags, Ooh. he's got sports team bags. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean. It is uh, the season. Yeah, check them cornhole out. Cornhole season is right around the corner. Yeah. Now you know it's going to be a drop, right? <laughs> it's gonna be a trap so but yeah so if you get a chance go check him out look him up on uh on facebook on the sports doc he's in plymouth and yep. um uh, you know. and we shared it on our our facebook and twitter pages um, yes easy speak uh pages so yeah for sure definitely check them out it's you know uh not too many places that actually sell cards around here uh so that's kind of cool because that's the craze everyone wants cards and and he's got it. He's got he's got cases. He's got packs. So, you know, and the thing is, is with a small, you know, just to give everybody kind of a heads up, just he's a small, he's a small business guy. So he does not have the the pole that you see at Meijer. He doesn't have the same pull that you see at Target and some of those stores where uh, they get absolute premier pricing on cards and stuff like that. So realistically that i mean the guy's like i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a straight shooter with you Uh, what i pay for the cards i if i'm selling a box of cards he goes i mark it up 15 dollars if you're buying a box he says because i have to pay i have to pay pretty much everything if you go on ebay and you look up hoops cards people are paying 75 (sighs) bucks to 100 dollars for a like a, a blaster box yeah so he's getting them for a certain amount and then he's selling them for just $15 yep. over, you know, and it's, it's just kind of to get things together. So sure, I, you know, I wish him, there. I wish him nothing, but he's the in best. a good spot. Plymouth, super, Plymouth super, good is, dude. Yeah, so. Plymouth is a good spot. Um, obviously you know, uh, George and Pat with the OC will, will be interested in that for sure. So uh, check them out. Sports deck, $20 jerseys. Yeah, that's, twi- that's, yeah exactly. They, got, and they do have some, they have, they have trout. There's a Harper there. There's, Uh, Roberto Clemente there's uh, I mean there's there's a little bit for everybody that's that's for damn sure a little bit for everybody so since we're talking about cards let's talk about uh, um, (laughs) uh, let's talk about baseball Akil Badu yeah that guy as much as everybody's really touting him as being uh, the next greatest thing I'm cautiously optimistic on this guy because we've had this happen before yeah. where we have a guy come out like this, and we're going to say Chris Shelton and Brennan Bosch. Oh, Brennan Bosch. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, Brennan you know, Bosch was one of them too. You know, like I said on uh, our Facebook page, I did a post there earlier today. Um, is this guy for real, or is he just another April MVP? Now, what I like is today was his fourth game he's played. Yeah, did he hit like a uh, he hit a he hit a triple RBI triple in the yeah. second inning which yeah. got got him on the board. So uh, what I do like about him is for somebody that's never played above A ball he's fearless. I mean, but I mean, the only reason why he didn't play above A ball is because so he got he, he got injured and he had Tommy John surgery. So he was uh, he was behind the 8 ball when it came to development amongst other players. He was still a I mean, he's still a damn. Good I, I seen player. some highlights yesterday. They did a, a expose on him on MLB Network, and you mean to tell me they had enough film footage for an expose? They had them? a bunch of minor league clips where he wore the number twenty four playing center field because it was uh, his idol was Ken Griffey Jr. Growing up, oh, so God, thank God it wasn't Miguel Cabrera. Uh, no, uh, but the, some of the throws he was making, some of the plays that, and then his base run, his speed. They showed him. Uh, he was at first base, and he scored on a single. Yeah, I mean, he is – I'm not going to say he's uh, Mike trout or no. anything like that, but, I mean, he's got some substantial speed. He hits the ball well. And he showed his his versatility in the outfield today, uh, throwing out Andrelton Simmons, trying to stretch out a double. I mean, he it, he threw a frozen rope to second base and picked him off, so – well, that's one of the so that's so he is right now, he is probably the brightest spot uh, outside of you know the pitching prospects that they have. Yes. Um, and I know you and I talked about it about a month ago, uh, when Bodo is sitting at uh four home runs in the spring. I'm like, this guy's gonna make the team. And yeah, and, we and have we both we both he, kind of agreed on that. And and pretty much he went into camp like you know, have a snowball's chance in Hades to, to make this team. and. And he led the team in, in home runs. And but do you now do you think that is a um uh, like a product of uh AJ and his evaluation of players during camp? He's like, you know what, this guy, he's coming in. They really don't have high expectations for him. But he he's all, it's almost like the movie Dumb and Dumber when they pull over to pick the hitchhiker up. I'm gonna go with my instincts, settle up, Parker. Well, I don't know if uh, dumb and dumber was used to to do any talent evaluation, but I will say a j. Hinch uh, is a good uh, evaluator of talent. He saw something in him. but um my dad, who actually commented on my post on the, on our post earlier today about, you know, is this guy a flash in the pan or whatnot, And he made a good point. Uh, there's not a lot of tape on him. Pitchers don't really know a whole lot well, about it, him, exactly. And they were talking about that today. Actually, they were talking about it during the broadcast. They're like, they're going to figure him out. Yeah, they're they're going to figure him out. But I, I, you know what? They the the Tigers still haven't figured out Nelson Cruz either. Oh my so thirty four home runs. So the stat line career uh, was he's batting like three twelve thirty four home runs. 96 rbis career against the tigers it was funny i read <laughs> on twitter the other day uh, it actually was from freddie the pizza man oh Freddie the pizza man 8.7 yeah he, he, mr 8.7 to you and he 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 tweeted out he goes when nelson cruz makes the hall of fame he, the first words that could come out, come out of his mouth would be like first i'd, I'd like to say thank you to the detroit tigers <laughs> oh my god well uh the first game of the series he hit you know bases loaded he hit a foul ball just just left of the, the left field foul pole so what does he do the next pitch now nah, he put it just to the right side of the foul pole grand slam three games uh, well he's got three home runs in in three games against them it's just it's absurd <laughs> so it's i absurd. so i follow i i follow him on instagram okay just because I, everybody said that guy has like an insane off season workout. and let me tell you something right now, Nelson Cruz deserves every bit of recognition he gets because that dude posts him uh, dude, he is not he, he's a monster. Yeah. He's a freak well I mean, he's unbelievable he, he's the the way he can adjust in in at bat and whatnot and. And that just doesn't matter what the Tigers throw to him. It just, it finds its way over the fence. There was, what did they say uh today's broadcast? It was three of his home runs went for over 1,200 feet combined. The, the guy's a freak. Yeah, he, I mean, he actually hits the cover up the ball. And every year, he gets a one-year deal. It it, it blows my mind. It, it, it When he was at Texas, when he was at Seattle, and he's proven it here in Minnesota. And that's why I love it, because... You know me, and we've talked about this in great length off show. Uh, I think we've even talked about it on show. I am not a huge fan of long term contracts. Pay the guy yeah. for what he can do, but not in, in this world. For what he's done in the world of long term deals, he never gets them, and, and for whatever reason. Is, I mean, at one time he did, a but, a I, but I think at one time he did get those deals. However, with his age he's they're just like, Hey, we're going to take a one year flyer yeah. on you, but it's not, he's not getting paid. Oh, he's getting paid. Oh, he's getting paid. But it's always, you know, uh, you get into January, February before he signs a contract. And why you know, not wait out your options? <laughs> yeah, right. I guess so. You know, and I'm surprised that he hasn't got scooped up by a, like a Yankees team or anything like that, or some of those, those teams that are always competing. Well, Minnesota's a good fit for Dude, him. They're awesome. Uh, They're going to be, I I think they're going to run away with the central, but um, so he fits good there. Uh, They have a really good lineup and and he's that, that veteran that that gives you that power and they, they definitely have uh, a pretty, pretty balanced offense. and, And, you know, you throw some pitching in the mix. Who knows what they can do. Yeah. So speaking of power, Miguel Cabrera has been an absolute disappointment so far this year. He had that one home run, which was, it was the first home run, which by the way, I bought three of those tops cards that are coming out. (laughs) Just hope that the uh, value hasn't dropped from his mediocrity since that game. Yeah. But see though, you know, and I don't know how those are going to be handled because those are only released for 24 24 hours. And Badu got another card, by the way, he he got a, a card for his grand slam. Or for his, his first pitch home run and they just gave him another card for his walk off. Really? Yes. That that hit the market uh, today. Did it really? Yes. Might have to check that out. Yeah. So the hot streak continues with uh Badoon. And it's funny, everybody has got their own analogy. They call it Yabba Daba Badoon. Badu. Yeah, Badoo.
0: <laughs>
1: Fred Flintstone. <laughs> So, so yeah, so I mean, the, and the guys live in the dream right now. The guys, uh, his in his first three games playing major league baseball. His first game, he comes out. First pitch he sees from a uh, you know, at bat, takes it yard. The next game he comes out, Popo, too. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the next game he comes out, bases it, loaded. Even though they were getting fifteen absolute, to one, they were absolutely getting murdered he comes out and he's like all right i'm gonna put this one out there too so opposite field. did, did you notice it, it may have been like a foot or two just to the left of where he hit the first one that's 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 pretty good yeah and you know and but it was opposite field. Yeah. so i, I think well you know when you hit opposite field they're either they're either going down to get it or they're tardy on the swing mm-hmm. it's one or the other well he reminds me of my dad will will appreciate this he reminds me a lot of jose uh Oh, his name uh fernandez or martinez from cleveland but dad i apologize i can't think of his name uh who hit two home runs who hit two runs I'm, today? I'm, I'm looking at the camera right now and
0: i don't know anybody on
1: cleveland i think it's martinez jose martinez he ramirez uh, ramirez yes I, I knew it was an as i knew it yeah the his ability to get his hands through the uh the the Strike zone. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. He's really fat. You throw him a fastball inside, he can get his hands in there. So, right now, th- four games in of his career, he reminds me a lot of him. And if he continues that, then it, it should be good times around here. And I and I suspect that the number 60 Badu jersey will start flying off the shelves. However, not, I don't see him being number 60 for too long. Well, she might, why change it you up? Know, you might as well go with it, right? So yeah, so he he got that grand slam, and then he come out the next the next game, didn't start. Nope. He came in and pinch with mastery. Yeah, yeah. He came with in his moves at late in the game. Yeah, he he came in and then he hit he hit the uh, the uh, walk off single. <laughs> yeah, two runners on bottom of the tenth. Um, ice water in his veins. Throw him an inside fastball. He deposited that ball right in the right right field, just over the second baseman's head. Awesome. But you know, uh, so, you know what's funny though is when he did his post game interview. They came up to, each, oh shit! <laughs> they doused him with the Gatorade, and he goes, oh shit! And oh, then realized, oh man, I'm on live TV. Oh and, shit! Uh, so he corrected himself. Oh, but well. I, I, think you and I can agree by the, you know, looking at his parents. I, I was surprised to see, to hear, not an accent. I thought he was, he was going to be, yeah, because uh, he's from. an interpreter it, like or something? His, his parents are from Ghana, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think he was born in the states. Right? Yeah, he lived in the states, and he's so he's been around. But yeah, very excited. I mean, I and mean, what was really cool is for him to be able to have a moment like that, and be able to share it with his yeah. parents. I mean that that really right there makes it all worthwhile. His enthusiasm reminds me of Curtis Granderson when he was here. He that every I day, love Curtis. Every day he played the game like he was a kid. He loved it, and and yep. from day one to this last day he played, he was always. Uh, excited to play, and he and he took to the field like it was his first time, and and I see his excitement, his enthusiasm uh, when like when he got the walk off, he immediately puts his arms up, and he's like, "Let's go!" You know, you, oh you, yeah, you yeah, love it. Oh yeah, you he, love I mean, he loves his it, passion, his, the 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 intensity that he yeah. brings to the clubhouse is great, especially for a guy who's what is he twenty two? Yeah. yeah, he's twenty two. He's really hasn't been around. Um, the the, the, the the major league, league, league clubhouses baseball, yeah. are in like that, but up with the up the big buildings, as Jim yeah, Price would say. Yeah, but you know, he comes in and uh, you know, as Jim Price would say, uh gets the buggy whip out. Oh, he got that buggy whip Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's 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 uh right now it's exciting to watch and you know, will it continue? I hope so. Um I would say this. I do like how he's platooning him and uh uh Jacoby Jones. So he's not like wearing him out too much and yeah, he's kind of like, uh, you know, easing him in there. You know, my when a guy's hot, you know, like just like when you're playing poker, when when it's hot, you ride that hot hand sure. and you just keep going. And I think Hinch is like, all right, well, we're going to give him a little bit of playing time. Right. We're going to get him going a little bit. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, we're not going to bring him all the way back, but we're going to rest him a little sure. bit. And then we're gonna stick him back. Give him again. a taste, and then when he when he comes back and gets in the starting rotation or lineup, he'll 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 do some good things. And so I do. I again, I've said before, I trust AJ Hinch, and he's he's gonna do, you know, what's needed for this team. So can we start a new hashtag and say, in Hinch we trust? I'm all for it.
0: All do right, it. I mean,
1: right. what he was able to do, uh, yesterday they lost today, but yesterday the moves that he made, yeah. He, um, I mean he. I, it, I, I, I think that it's it's actually refreshing to see it because – and it's no knock to guardy. I just think that the game kind of uh, passed him by a little bit. Right. I think Hinch is a little more in tune with he's, – Yeah, he's – like we said before, he's more analytical. But he was thinking of the 10th inning. So, basically, they pinch hit. So, they, they kind of took Miggy out of the mix because they knew with the new rules there's going to be um, uh, somebody starting at second base. Oh, yeah. And and so they put Castro there, a little bit more speed. So he was always thinking ahead, which, you know, I guess at the time you were wondering, well, you know, why did he do that? But like, it, isn't it a, a breath of fresh air to see that? He's utilizing what he has on the bench. Yeah. And, and he literally, they, they used every single player in that game. There was nobody left, uh, which, you know, it worked out for him. They got the win. Hinch, Hinch going balls deep, right? Uh, he, yeah, he, he, he blew the bottom out, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, so the Tigers are looking good. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to, uh, I'm, I'm still very cautiously optimistic with them. However, I do the early indications as long as everybody stays healthy, their bullpen needs to really shape itself up. Derek Holland needs to come into his own. Um yeah, they've gotten roughed up for sure. Oh uh, Falmer's so been yeah. dynamite. Falmer was out of the really bullpen. good yesterday. He he only gave up one run. Uh a home run. And I believe it was the Nelson Cruz. Uh, but yeah, he, he shut them down for like three innings. But you know, we talked about how, how good they were in the first couple games. Uh, they haven't been so solid the last you know two or three games after that. But you know, it's the, it's a young, young group and and you know, when you have starters in the bullpen it's going to take a little while for them to, to, to find out their niche, you know, what's comfortable for them. So, and and the only way to do that is with more innings. Yeah. and, And speaking on that, um, before we move on to the next subject, I do want to wish everybody a happy national beer day. Yes. So today is, so cheers, everybody. Cheers. We got it. So cheers. Uh, We're drinking the light stuff today at the uh, easy speak. We've got a lot of it. Yeah. So we're drinking the easy stuff, but I want to get into some NFL action because a lot has happened in the last uh, week or so. And I think it is going to impact the lions to a certain extent. However, I'm still optimistic that they might be able to pull something off. So Sam Darnold was traded to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. This kind of came out of left field. Um, And I'd be honest with you. I think you got to, I think that, they got a good deal like the jets uh, the jets got a great deal yeah three picks although carolina didn't have to give up their first round no they gave up a second round this year and then a third and what is it a third and second and fourth next no, year. no they gave up a sixth round pick this year Sixth and a round second this year, and fourth and a next second year. and fourth next year that's it thank you um but so it's it's kind of a you know a low risk for both teams yeah so what do you think that what do you think that does for teddy bridgewater uh, well, I did see today that uh, they told Bridgewater he could, portray, or, or um, seek out a trade. Uh, he could talk to. So you mean to tell me they're going to throw all their marbles in on Sam? Darnold? On Sam Darnold. They they actually put a video on Twitter, a highlight video on Twitter, of this is who's coming. And and there if there's six good highlights from Sam Darnold, they found the six and put it in this video to make him look like uh, the second coming. So um, of Le- Cam Newton. So I didn't get to see the video. Please, God tell me it didn't have highlights of when they beat the Lions. There was. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, there was. There was a highlight, which was his very first game as a professional. And the first game of the old regime, uh, mouth biter, I'll call him, or mouth chewer. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, or initially I looked at this as depth for Carolina, because you know. I thought Bridgewater did okay, and and I think he gives them a, a better opportunity to win than, than Darnold. He's more athletic, but um, so I was surprised to see today that they told him, hey, you know, we'd love to have you, but if you want to find a trade, you know, we're not going to stop you. You know, so, do you know that Sam Darnold looks like somebody I know? He looks like Pat Noonan. <laughs> What's up, Pat? How you doing? Hopefully uh, the Bahamas <laughs> is treating you well. Oh. And uh, you're enjoying your uh, your stay with the, right. with the kids and the wife. And hopefully you're uh, applying your sunscreen. And Yes. And, uh, hey, while you're, hey, while you're down there, check out the card shops for the, uh, for the OC, please. <laughs> Something tells me they probably don't have a good selection. No, they probably don't. But <clears throat> you never know. I've stranger things have happened. So, yeah. So here's my thing with that trade is I was really banking on. I don't want the Lions to take a quarterback this year because if you no. get the seven – and your option is Justin Fields or uh, Mac Jones. If you were, if you had to put a gun to my head and say, "Who are you taking?" I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Mac Jones. I don't think Justin Fields is going to be a professional quarterback in the league. I just think, hmm. I think he's a system quarterback, and the college, the college offense works for him. So. I don't. I, I was really hoping that they were going to be able to trade out of that position, move back, and maybe gain a couple, maybe another pick in the draft, mm. whether it be a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. And if you move back to twelve, or you move back, no, uh, you, well, twelve you, was what what you know we were thinking. Yeah. with no, San Francisco, but, but you then. know. But the thing is, you know, the wheels in my head are saying, "Well, they, you know." But here's the thing, Ellis. That it could go both ways because if you look at it, Sam Darnold can say, or not Sam Darnold, but the Carolina Panthers can s- still say, All right, well, we got Sam Darnold, we got this. Who's a sitting at at eight? Eight. At eight. Are you know, they could possibly say, Well, maybe the Lions are gonna try to take Justin Fields. Hey, let's get him on the phone and see what we can do to try to move up. They they could do that, but I don't think they're gonna do that because they just unloaded a bunch of draft picks to get Darnold. But however, I'm not going to put him out on not trading back. I just don't know exactly who it would be right now. So, to me, Bridgewater's going to end up in Chicago. You think so? I think so. I I, I think he'd be a good fit there. Uh, and I know they came out and said, you know, um, Red Rocket, QB1. I don't believe it. If they have an opportunity to get, to get uh, Bridgewater, they're going to do that. Um, Can you please not refer to a- – Andy Dalton is red rocket oh. because that is the nomenclature for us, Mr. Clyde. Talking about my dog. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, <laughs> simmer down there, buddy. Um, but here, here's here's what's going to determine how this draft goes. It's the fourth pick. It's the Atlanta Falcons. They just restructured Matt Ryan's contract, so all indications were they're going to go after a quarterback until they restructured Matt Ryan's contract. So. Uh, They are looking to trade down. Um, If they do that, it'll be interesting to see what Denver decides to do because Denver's in the market for a quarterback. Uh, The football team's in the market for a quarterback. New England, who absolutely loves Mac Jones. Who loves Mac Jones? New England. But so does San Francisco. Yeah, so hold on here. So time off for a second. um. Shanahan moved up, made the trade say, up. Yeah, he, he made the trade up to three yeah. to draft Mac Jones. Yeah, he's gone. So he's gonna go. But it, it if if Atlanta takes a quarterback or not, I think that's gonna indicate the direction the draft goes. Because they're shopping their pick right now. There's a lot of teams that wanna get up there. Uh to me, I think Trey Lance would 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 fit well in Atlanta. Um yeah, I'm I I can see that but but then again Kyle Pitts would fit good there too. Any of those receivers would look really good in in Atlanta with with Matt Ryan, you know. Offense has never been a problem in, in Atlanta. It's always been their their defense, but um it, it's tough to say. So 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 let's talk about this pick, okay. Let's let's do a little analogy here. So we pretty much come to the conclusion that Trevor Lawrence is going to be one one. Two is going to be uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Number three, Mac Jones. You think Mac Jones is going to go through? <laughs> it,
0: I, I don't mean, I mean, I'm, I'm it. just
1: saying. I don't understand it. Um, because I think, I think Kyle or um, I'm sorry, Justin Fields would probably be a better, in my opinion. Um, I think you can do a lot more with him. If you look at what uh San Francisco was able to do with, with um. You're not Kaepernick, about, I was gonna say, you're not, yeah, but that's a whole. But I get it. I get, that, it. That, I get dude, it. that's years but, removed. But what, Shana can, what Shanahan can do with with an athletic style quarterback, I don't. I don't see Mac Jones as being nothing more than just a pocket passer, which you know everybody knows this day and age that that those are few and far between. But they love him for whatever reason. Uh, maybe they can mold him. He can mold him into uh, a Jimmy G type. Um, So I think Fields would be a better option, but I don't know. It's it, it's, it's it's yeah. tough to say. I i my my opinion. I mean, I'm not knocking the guy because I'm not. He's he's I'm, he's a proven I, I, winner. I'm not. A, yeah, exactly. He's all he's done is but, win, but win, it, win. But he but he's a he's a product of the Alabama. system. Yep. He's a product of the. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about Justin Fields. Oh, okay. He's a well, product. Mac he, Jones too. Yeah, Mac Jones. He's a product of the system, and Mac Jones is too. He's the product of the yeah. system. Uh, you know, those guys that go to Alabama and those guys that go to OSU, they, they buy their time. They sure. learn, Sure. Uh, you know, they learn it and everything like that. How do you, how well do you think that they're going to be able to adapt? Because if you think about it, Trevor Lawrence is going in, he's going QB one at the draft. Oh, Absolutely. The second pick overall, he's going in number one. Yep. He's going right into QB well, one. I mean, that's, that's clear and fields, uh, fields or Mac Jones, Jones is going to be depends. right off the bat. It, well, that depends on if they move Jimmy G. If they move Jimmy G., then yes, Mac Jones will be slid right as the uh, the day one starter. But I don't think if they don't move Garoppolo, uh, it won't take long. His first mistake, I think
0: he's gonna. Pull oh yeah, the plug the, the, the,
1: it. as soon as he as soon as he messes up, they gonna be like, yeah, gone. So let's th- let's think about this. So, and then you think Trey Lance will go fifth? No, uh, everything I've heard as of late, he's gonna he's gonna fall out of the top ten. Do you think because he didn't play last year is what hurt him? It it's not enough uh, game tape against Division one teams. Uh, he dominated. He really he's a nineteen well, year old. He goes for uh, Penny Sewell. He stood out, but he was only so he doesn't really have. But did you see his stat line? It, like seven hundred and fifty snaps, he. I think he gave up one tackle for a uh, loss. I mean, his stat line is absolutely absurd. Yeah, he, I mean, he... Clearly, he's... I don't think he's even 21 yet. He's 19. I think he's 19. Holy shit. 19 or 20 at the most. Wow. But um, the you got uh, Jamar Chase, you got Waddle, you got uh, Devonta Smith, and you got Kyle Pitts. Those are probably four of the most athletic... Receivers, tight end, that have been coming out of the draft in quite some time, so they're going to be gone before ten. Do you? I mean, do you think that there is a possible chance that? So okay, so if the Lions are at seven, they say we're going to stay at seven, and you got a Sewell, you got a Jamar Chase, potentially, or a Jalen Waddle. Who are you taking? Kyle Pitts. Oh, you didn't say Pitts. You said, uh, okay, we'll I'm sorry. We'll put Kyle I'm sorry, Pitts. Kyle Pitts. So you're going to take Kyle Pitts? I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. I'm I'm all in on this guy. I'm all in on it. See, I'm a I'm a guy. The game is won. In the trenches. In the trenches. Yeah. Uh, aside hey, of what? Go, go get Nico Collins. Go get Nico Collins see in, the, in the second round. The He'll second be there. Round, He'll be there. They got him estimated going in the fourth round. I saw a mock that had him going in the fourth round to the Lions. Uh, yeah, I mean he's a he's a. He's, I'll take him. Yeah, if he's there in the fourth, absolutely you take him. Yeah. Uh, outside of the fact that you would have a a guy named Penny and a guy named Pennicini on the team, that would be the 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 P P squad. But uh, you put him on one side. You got the the Penny. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's interesting. It, it, I th- I think if Sewell's there at seven, the Lions are going to take Sewell.
0: Just,
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that because they, 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 what they need to do is they need to, A, they need to give Jared Goff time. Yes. They got to give him time. And then they also need to open up holes for that run game. The, so the that's where I game, think that's where it needs to be. The running game has potential to be top five in the NFL if they have – the right I mean they the moves they've made are you gonna say because they need to get Adrian Peterson back as a four stringer? <laughs> no, because Jamal Williams and, and DeAndre like Swift I are, like that guy. He I mean, they're young, they're athletic, they can catch the ball out of the backfield, or you know, except for that opening game, that swiftness. But you know, he he made up for his mistake. Not do you know what? First game jetters, I'll Sure, go. he's a rookie. And 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 here and honestly, I'm glad that they that he missed that and didn't win the game and then they lost all the other games because it got he really old it. regime. Yeah. Oh, for sure it did. So, I mean, if you you took uh, Sewell, you line him up with Decker and and the other guys on the line. I mean, that that's potential to be a really solid offensive line that can run in pass block and golf's going to need time. And if you had that running game, uh, Hippie Hawkinson's going to, uh, excel big time oh yeah he's yeah he's gonna definitely torch some uh some uh midfield and sure. linebackers and defensive backs I mean there's I don't think there's too many linebackers outside of Tampa Bay that can uh cover Hawkinson he's got great hands and and so if you had that running game that really loosened up that that middle of the field that that gives golf another weapon and and who knows who knows yeah one thing we do know for sure they won't be eight and eight well, and, they'll never be 9-7. and seven Well, again. and speaking of about Hawkins, Hawkinson uh, torching uh, linebackers and defensive backs, uh, did you hear about somebody else that got torched this past week? No. Uh, Paul Pierce got torched by ESPN, meaning oh. he got fired. He got
0: fired! Yeah,
1: he got fired. All right, what was slipped into his drink? Dude, that guy was blown out, blown out. Him and his boys were smoking blunts and strippers. Uh, He he went strippers and blunts. He went to the club and said, "Oh, it ain't it ain't closing time. We're coming. Let's go back to my place. I got blunts. I got hen dog, and I got couches that you can (laughs) bend over." Did you and uh, so I allegedly? I mean, I haven't read anything on it, but I just heard kind of grumblings or whatever that. There's a potential, uh, potentially, an avenue for him to uh, be a guy for uh, barstool sports. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, El Presidente was uh, making a pitch to have him uh, join their squad. I, I mean, after what he just pulled off, uh, he'd be perfect for the barstool. Oh yeah, he he he'd definitely be a, a good character for them to have. But there is a um, there is a uh, porn website called cam soda i don't know if you're familiar with uh no either am i liar but uh no i swear i don't i don't know what it is but um i guess they put an offer on the table for two hundred fifty thousand for him to do an nba show just next to strippers just one show No, i think it was going to be like a a a regular thing but here's the thing paul pierce was making a million five from espn that guy was getting a million five to give his opinion and threw it down the toilet yep. because he brought strippers and smoked blunts. But here's <laughs> the thing is, you you go do something like that, dude, don't put it on Instagram live. And, and the, I saw somebody on Twitter it was great said uh "Oh boy, threw away his deal with ESPN for 350 live viewers. 15 live viewers." <laughs> 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 hey, uh, but I, it was I, funny so like I saw I saw another one. I saw like a like a promo from a local uh a local uh news um internet uh sports stuff um and they said that they were offering a job we're like hey yeah you could bring that right over here no big deal if you want to you, <laughs> you want to throw wadded up dollar bills at strippers and stuff like that come on over and they, but they're like dude you threw it all away for the day shift squad at the strip club yeah and and there was i mean from what i saw it was um it looked like uh he went to bazooki or something but which kind of leads me to my next thought was did he just not like being at ESPN i Is, mean cuz he clearly he's not that stupid to think that what he I mean, did you, he you was th- going to get away with i mean with you it. you think that he's not that stupid but mm, I, but I, I i you know what and as a little bit limited amount of basketball that i watch he was actually probably one of the most enjoyable guys, uh, personalities I'd watch on that show. Well, you like to see guys that have been there and, and have played in the big games and the big moments kind of telling you, like, how it is in these big games. Like, like, I, I, like I enjoy Shaq, and I enjoy uh, Barkley. Which, did you see the thing? I, I mean, I really, did I enjoy see, those guys on there. Did you see the thing on, uh, I think it was all over uh, social media today about Shaq. He was at a jewelry store and and where the hell is he at when well let's (laughs) let's let's go back i'm not doing this anytime soon but where the hell is he at when i need one done? yeah he was in a jewelry store and he heard uh this guy at the counter you know saying hey you know i i I can come back weekly and make payments uh basically saying hey you know can i put this on it was an engagement ring for his girlfriend and shaq heard it and he kind of creeped around the corner to toss him down the old Amex black card. He handed him the black card. And uh, apparently this is, this is not uncommon for, for Shaq to do that. He said he, he, he tends to leave his house daily to do good things. And and he said he was um, at a furniture store and he heard this woman was buying furniture, wanted to buy furniture and she, she couldn't afford it. And he's like, I'm buying your furniture. And did you hear about the time when he got traded and they, uh, he went to, I want to say it was Walmart. Like, he went to Walmart and bought a bunch of TVs and a bunch of stuff there whatever. And then he was in line. The lady rang up, whatever, and he handed him the, the black card. And then he's sitting there, and he got declined. And then he got a phone call from American Express <laughs> on his black card. Oh, wow. And, was, and they were asking if it was him at Walmart. I think it was when he got traded to Phoenix, I oh. think. Oh, and they're like are you in phoenix buying a bunch of stuff he's like yeah i'm in there i'm in there buying a bunch of stuff <laughs> well that's when he he went from orlando to phoenix wasn't it I believe, or was it yeah, yeah I, I think that's so. where it, then yeah. when he went there but but still i mean it, i mean you know that right there it, it judges it shows you the character of that guy he's he's awesome yes and, and and you know he owns a as much as an opponent i am of this franchise he's he owns a Papa John's and, and, you know, he does giveaways all the time, gives, you know, know, customers of his free pizza. And it's, I mean, that's what you hope to see out of, out of guys that have, you know, been in the league for so long. And it's, it's kind of a breath of fresh air to to hear of stories like that. And then, and now TNT, they, they interviewed him and he's like, you know, I, he said the guy tried to say, no, 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 I got it. He goes, no, really. It's not a big deal. I'm going to pay for it. So (laughs) that, Guy probably went to go buy like a $2,000 engagement ring. He probably wipes his ass with $2,000. <laughs> well, then he's got to tell his girlfriend, well, you know, I didn't really buy this. Uh, Shaq bought it. Oh yeah. Right. i me yeah. tell you something. I'll tell you, something. if I had a ring picked out and Shaq came and said, go ahead and put it on my card. I would tell the guy, go ahead and put that back in the case. Let's, let's walk down a little bit. Let's go <laughs> hey, down a little bit more hey, and get a bigger one. Hey, you can uh, put that Kubrick zirconia down and let, let's go with the real rings and, uh, so but cool, cool story. I think that's one. Uh, the guy's name was Dalton. It looks like he, he enjoyed himself some uh, Dalton some was that it was Dalton, the, the guy from uh, Roadhouse, Patrick uh, Swayze from Roadhouse. Dalton. Well, well he, he did have a mullet. So um, hey, more it, to it him. may have been uh, Dalton. Uh, looked like he enjoyed him some skull, uh, some uh, cut and maybe a bush latte. And there ain't nothing wrong with some uh, skull and some bush lattes. No, not at all. Not at all. So cool. So hey, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, Yeah, good show. Good show. Most of the time, Uh, almost an hour on the on the notes. Yeah, and looking forward to uh, to Sunday. We got a guest coming in Sunday. Um, uh, Good dude, Uh, JP will be back for another uh, another round with us. Uh, You know, he's got nothing else better to do than this. So, oh yes, he's going to bring in his buddy DJ, who's got some college football stories, and he's got uh, connections to the NFL, and so. We're gonna go a little bit uh, different path here for the for us here at the Easy Speak. Uh, Thank so you for certain- listening
0: to another episode of Easy Speak Bro. at Speak Easy 3:30. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Speak Cast for the latest and up to date news. Cheers. Man, I fucked up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hit the button. I didn't mean to hit that button. Hit the button a little early. I didn't mean to hit that button. But anyway, so we're we're going down a different uh type of path uh Sunday. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have uh a, a broader view of uh college football, maybe some NFL stories. Uh so do tune in for sure. Yes, please do tune in. Uh we I'm not sure on the time, maybe one or two o'clock on Sunday. Probably probably around two. So um yeah. Make sure you guys uh, uh, get on there and uh, check us out. All right, Rich. All All right. Right, are we good? We're good now. Okay. We're good now. Bye. We're good now. So we're good
0: now. <laughs> Thank you for Everything listening to another episode of Easy good. Speak yes. at Speakeasy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.